0: The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio.
1: KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. And this is Midday Moments. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Pastor Worth, one of my grandkids uh, has an assignment. They're working from home now, so I'm getting to see more of their assignments. And they have an assignment on layers of earth. I'm a little concerned of what maybe the schools are teaching the kids about the earth layers and how many years it's taken for each of these layers.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're taking an interest in your grandchildren's education and and have that opportunity to talk to them about what we know, what we don't know, and what we can know about things in the past as we look at things in the present. And you're absolutely right. Very often, people who believe in the idea of millions and millions of years of Earth geological history, and they believe in the theory of evolution, that life evolved over vast periods of time on planet Earth, use layers that you can see in the, in the soil and in, of the earth, in the rock layers of the earth, and other things, too, like uh, ice cores in the glaciers and uh, annual tree rings and trees and so on. And they use those to try to look back in time and say that the earth must be much, much, much older than the Bible says. But that's really not true. And let me give you a couple of examples of that. I just got back from a vacation with my wife and uh, son, and we had been in Kansas and our way back from visiting uh, a son, daughter-in-law, and grandchildren in Kansas. We stopped in Kansas City, and we took time to visit the Steamboat Arabia. Now, some of our listeners may be familiar with this. The Steamboat Arabia sank near Kansas City on September 5th of 1856 and uh, went down and was uh, buried and was not rediscovered until the 1980s, about 1988, people found it and were able to recover it. It was buried in a Kansas cornfield more than 45 feet down. And if you see the pictures of the excavation of this and what a story it is of how they discovered it and how they excavated it and found uh, treasures like King Tuck's tomb with uh, wonderful pre-Civil War artifacts of clothing and carpentry tools and guns and dishes and children's toys and all kinds of things. It's an amazing thing, which are now on display in their museum. Uh, it's striking, though, when you see that the hole that they dug, the stratification of the layers of the sand and the silt and so on, 45 feet down mm-hmm. from 1856 to 1988. And You say, wow, if you didn't know when that boat sank, you might. and if you didn't know all about steamboats and all this other stuff, you found some other artifact buried that far down you might think it took millions and millions of years, or at least hundreds of thousands of years mm-hmm. to bury it. And this really, is
1: 130 and so years after, and it's already, yeah. did you say, 45 feet down?
0: It was 45 feet under the the soil of a cornfield in, in Kansas. Just astonishing to see that. And, you know, that's not the only example of that. You know, because one could say, well, you know, maybe with a river current, that's a little different story than some other things. Well, as a matter of fact, let's talk about snow, because glaciologists have uh, drilled ice cores in Greenland. And back in the 1980s and 1990s, they were busy drilling these ice cores from the top of an ice sheet in the center of Greenland all the way down to bedrock, about 10,000 feet down. And by counting the annual layers, or what they think are annual layers, they counted at least 110,000 years that way. In fact, some people speculated that the very base ice was 250,000 years old or possibly as much as 2.4 million years old. Well as a matter of fact, we also found World War 2 fighter planes that were crashed on uh Greenland that would have been in the 1940s so we know about the airplanes we know about their crash and in the 1990s 1992 I believe it was they uh went down with uh, a drill and stuff and they found in 1992 in that expedition 250 feet down those airplanes were buried under the snow and ice. And they actually recovered one of the airplanes and reconstructed it and were able to fly it. It was a P-38. It's a pretty amazing story. You can learn about it when you go to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. It's a very, very fascinating story. But once again, in, in about 50 years, these airplanes were buried under 250 feet of ice and snow. And you, they, what they discovered, too, is that the the so-called layers that the other scientists were saying, you know, these are annual layers, like one layer every year. That's not true. There are many, many layers laid down in any single year. Uh, There's melting and and refreezing and more layers laid down with sleet and ice and snow and stuff. So these layers that you would have thought took millions and millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years or tens of thousands of years to uh, accumulate actually didn 't take that long at all, and we know that from things that we know because we 've discovered them now, like the steamboat mm-hmm. that was buried under the the sand and the silt, or these airplanes that were buried by ice and snow. So what that should tell us, as your grandchildren need to learn if they 're learning these things in public school, is that you can 't just take at face value what people say that we know for sure something this is this old because we counted the layers that it was buried under. Those layers didn't necessarily accumulate one layer at a time slowly over long, long, long time periods. Many times things that have these layers that you can look at now in the present actually accumulated a lot faster than what the scientists say and the layers didn't accumulate just one layer at a time, one year at a time or something like this. So that should give us a healthy skepticism to say, you know, what we know about the past First of all, we know for sure what the past is about, but when we learn the Bible's true story, the Bible's true history, that's where we know the facts. And these other things that we observe in nature, we have to stop and think, well, I wasn't there when that was buried, so how can I figure out how long ago it was? And have to be careful then, because there are a lot of assumptions that people make, and those assumptions are often very, very wrong, very, very misleading. So they come up with the idea that the Earth is much, much older mm-hmm. than the Bible says it is. So you can trust what the Bible says about creation, about the flood of Noah's day, and most especially about what it tells us about our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us and rose again. He was buried, and on the third day he rose again. And because he lives, we know that we have the gift of eternal life by faith in him.
1: Well, thanks so much for the information. I'll definitely uh, pass some of this information on along to my grandchild, who's studying this uh, very subject. Pastor Worth, have a great day, and uh, thank you for being on the program today.
0: It's my pleasure.
1: We're listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.